0: It's going to be a very, very intense journey.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Frame Skip. This is episode 34. We have a big show for you this week as the new consoles have officially arrived and Elijah and George have their hands on them. But before that, we jump into this massive, some would call iconic show. <laughs> I want you to take a trip with me. (laughs) Close your eyes and imagine. It's a dark, rainy night. It's a bedroom. There's a bed. In that bed is your best friend. Maybe it's your girlfriend. Maybe it's a family member that you love. It's the person you care most about in this world. They're smiling. Just a slight grin. You can tell that they've experienced happiness for the first time And what seems like forever. They've been in a dark pit of despair. And for the first time, they see light. They feel good. A single tear rolls down their cheek. They have their headphones in. They pick up their phone and look at it. And you can see an episode of Frame Skip is playing on their phone <laughs> because you shared it to them. <laughs> you can create this kind of happiness if you listen to the show and you share it with whoever you love the most. Because stop being selfish. Stop it. The world deserves to hear Elijah's crappy takes. <laughs> And it's true. that person that you imagined laying in bed can only benefit from hearing our video game takes. So share the podcast. Share the podcast. Introducing first, <laughs> the ladies man, Elijah
2: Steele. Hi, hello. How are How you, you doing, tonight? Buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm... I'm a little tired, but energetic at the same time. No wound that Doesn't up. make any sense at all. Actually, I'm, I'm a little wound up, but like I might crash at any time. But you know, see, that's whatever, the first so well. bad. That's the first bad take of the night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the first <laughs> take you got so far. Bud. Exactly, we're getting started. <laughs> Seth, how are you? Uh, I'm all right, man. I, you know, I can't complain. Things are going fine. Things are going well. But...
0: Hey, I'm glad. Looking shredded like some mozzarella over there, my guy. I'm getting there, bud. I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, What's you, up? your bicep does that dimple thing that mine used to do in high school. That's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I feel pretty good about it. I, I've been going to the gym three or four times a week. I've
0: been cutting hard. I'm trying to lose another 30 pounds by Christmas. I'm like, I'm there, bud. That's great. And it looks like your jawline is what Masons could use to cut marble. So that's that's nice.
1: What do they use to cut marble? Your jawline, jawline. or is it sharp
0: jawline? I don't know much about
1: masonry work. My dad would know a lot about masonry (laughs) work, and we all know about how your dad (laughs) feels about you. (laughs) My dad would be like, "It's a
2: kablacker! Don't you understand? It's a kablacker! Why don't you know these things?" Uh. I'm picturing him yelling at you that exact phrasing.
1: A cablacker. That's what. I, that's the first word that came to my mind for a masonry tool. Flonkerton. Flonkerton.
2: <laughs> a <flunkerton.
1: laughs> a diamond tipped cr- hammerhead saw. Oh, you, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. You good. were
0: still listing fake things. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, and there he is. The little the the other member of the podcast for the the, the, the future time being, George.
0: Uh,
1: Cam Newton, hey. George. George. Cam yeah, Newton that's Lopez. right. Big
0: week for Cam Newton. Beat the Baltimore Ravens. That felt great. Why? Got lucky.
1: Steelers are 9-0. I only know that because all of my horrible um, friends on Facebook have been shouting it all over.
2: It helps when you play absolute teams like the Bengals. I say that as hey. a Bengals fan.
0: Hey, Joe Burrow is the truth.
2: He is. Do you know how many times I just saw
1: 9-0 with a million exclamation points on my Facebook page this week?
2: Your Facebook I'm page too is full of count. horrible people.
1: Well, hmm, that's pretty messed up considering that my own mother is on that Facebook page. Are you okay with that with saying that to me?
0: She's a Steelers fan? No. <laughs> <laughs> then see we're fine. God, I just remember I uh, oh, wait, hold on. I just remember two years ago when uh for the first time in like my entire lifetime, basically, the Steelers beat the Patriots in the regular season and every Steelers fan was so excited. We we're like, We did it! We killed him but like the Steelers didn't even make the playoffs that year and uh, the patriots won another super bowl so um good job steelers fans enjoy your 9-0 can't wait to see you lose in uh, the first week of the playoffs
1: i've heard that so. people are, are are quite concerned that mr brady was the glue that held the patriots together is this true
0: he, he absolutely was not i mean he is really good i'm not i'm not taking anything away from him. i like the patriots so much more without tom brady he's crushing it down in tampa bay but uh i don't like him as a person so it's fine
2: that's fair that's totally so, fair
1: this is the first year that they've not had Tom Brady, correct?
0: Yeah, since like 2000, 2001. And
1: this is also the the first year in a while they're not they're not doing very well, right? That is correct. That is correct, yeah. Okay, I think that's probably why people are putting those two and two together. I would probably do the same thing.
0: Uh, no, I think we're actually just really weak on receivers. Uh, we finally oh, God, had like a good terrible. a good draft pick in Damian Harris. We finally had like a good running back. But he's so good. He makes like our last first round pick out of Georgia. Uh Sonny Michelle just makes him look like hot trash. <laughs> and uh, Nikhil Harry, everyone thought he was like going to be Des Bryant 2.0, and he is not great. But then we got Demir Bird, who's been an awesome slot receiver. Julian Edelman is 10,000 years old and has had 14,000 concussions, so I'm not expecting a whole lot out of him this year. Cam Newton looks great again. He looks like he's over the COVID bump, so I'm proud to have my, my nickname. mean something great this week. We beat... Lamar Jackson in the middle of a monsoon, so that
2: was awesome. Mm. Wow. Meanwhile, the Eagles lost to the Giants, and that's all I have to say about that. Oh, My team God. sucks. Ah,
0: it's yes. not fair that one of your teams gets to make the playoffs. It's just not fair.
2: My we are still leading the division. Yeah, I know. With three mind. wins. Yeah. Yes. It is week eleven next week. <laughs>
0: I think football, it's pretty clear indeed. Last football comment. So it seems that like Doug Peterson, not the genius behind the uh The Eagles off like the Eagles Super Bowl run. It was looking at you, Frank Reich. Yep. Also, how them Colts doing? They're looking pretty good.
2: Looking at you, Frank Reich.
0: Yeah, he's he's the coach for the for the uh, Indianapolis Colts now. Yeah, he was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles.
1: NFL team has the coolest
0: name, the Panthers. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 no mythical animals, which I think is a problem. Uh, I guess I the, the, dragon? Titans, the Titans is probably the closest. Yeah. You got, you got the Vikings, which is pretty sweet. They suck. Yeah, well, yeah, Giants they, they, in there. They barely beat the Bears last night. You do have Giants in there. Yeah, but I hate them with every fiber of my being, so.
2: Me too! <laughs> <Okay>.
0: So... <laughs>
1: Did they officially drop Redskins from the Washington? League? Yes, yeah. Necessary. They are officially
2: the Washington football team.
1: I, yeah, because I, I, when I just googled it, it just says Washington football team. That's
0: terrible. Dude. Well, that's like a video game in the nineties that couldn't get the NFL license. Yep. You know? like that's, that's yeah, like it's like American Football League. They were super good. They won like back to back Super Bowls in the eighties, right? Like eighty nine into ninety. I think. That sounds right.
2: That yeah. sounds right.
0: It was like between the Niners' years and like after the Giants won theirs with a. Bill Belichick is the defensive coordinator. Look at that. Nice image.
1: The coolest NFL name is probably the Vikings. So I'm now a Vikings fan. They had a
0: nickname because their defense was so good in the 70s or the 80s. They were called the Purple People Eaters. because yep. their, de- ah. their defense would just gobble people up. I also think the
1: Steelers are, are a very boring football team. I like the way they play because they're super aggressive and they do what, what it takes to win at all times. But they're just a boring team. Oh, you know, it's funny that
0: but uh the Patriots actually saved a lot of money uh or they had to pay taxes because like they actually claimed the Steelers as a dependent because like they owned them for like the last like fifteen years. Damnedest thing. That's a pretty good joke. That, that, was, was, good
2: good. Joke. that was good. That was good.
0: That's good joke. Yeah, All
1: know. right. Like I said, we got a big podcast this week based on <laughs> how and get video
0: games. Yeah, I can't believe um, they keep letting us talk about football for nine minutes when in the episode that we both Elijah and I got PlayStation 5s. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: Before we jump into the PlayStation 5 talk, I just want to wrap up my uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider conversation that I started last week. Because oh, I please. did yeah. fly through and beat it uh, last night. And I also started uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider last night. And I played a lot of it today. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider ends on it, it's terrible. It's got the worst ending I could possibly imagine. Like it, it's right up there with uh Killzone Shadowfalls ending. Like it's really, oh. really, really bad, man.
0: Um now I know George, you said you didn't play Rise of the Tier Raider, right? No, no. i got it uh installed on my on my PlayStation 4.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: once I go through all my PS5 games, I don't think I'm getting anything else on PS5 for the rest of the year. So this is gonna be like two to three months for me to go back and clear my backlog and I'm actually going to do it because the restaurant I'm at, I think we're shutting down for December, so we have like a month off. Nice and uh, yeah, very excited.
1: So the problems that I had last week when I started the game persisted through the entire game and got worse and worse and worse. Starting from the top, the good things: the gameplay is great, the set pieces and environments are masterfully crafted. But Laura Croft's character writing is so inconsistent that it almost doesn't exist. In Rise of the Tomb Raider. So i am gonna try and explain my problem with the ending without spoiling the game, because I know a lot of people haven't played it yet. They're looking for this artifact, and Laura's looking for it because her dad was looking for it before he killed himself, and it's what he got ridiculed for or whatever. And the whole game, she's like like this this NPC is, is telling her he's he's like, Yeah, don't look for it. Like like you know, you don't wanna find it, right? Up until the very last chapter. He's like, this. Is, it wasn't meant for mankind, or some you know stupid line, or whatever. Don't don't go find it. You don't want to find it. It's it's trash. She finds she. So she tells him no, of course, because that's the her whole motivation is I, I gotta find this because my dad was looking for it. There, there's never any character exposition beyond that for her and this artifact. And then she finally finds it, and there's again no more character exposition, and she doesn't take it. And it's just like like I said, I'm trying to not spoil the game as much as possible, but it's so, so bad, dude. It, it feels like they got 75% of the story written and then Square Enix was like, so uh, let's, let's wrap this up because there's there's just no there's no character development for Laura in this game. Like, like I said, I, I do think she's the aggressor to Trinity. Number one, they give her plenty of options for peace and she's just like, no! It <laughs> starts like mowing them down, and um, they go out of their way, in the um art are like like I don't know artifacts like uh, relics is, yeah. is the word to explain that not only there's psychopaths within like Trinity that, that like just love killing innocents and whatnot, but they also go out of their way. To go explain that there are also like good people that work for Trinity that didn't sign up for this that are like feeding information to the outside, and it doesn't matter because you have to kill them all anyway. And this, like, <laughs> so I, I have a problem with that. I had a problem with that in the beginning of the game that didn't that, that never went away. She, I know, at no point did she ever show remorse for killing all these people. Fast forward to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Laura is just a straight villain in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Do you yep. like? Like immediate she is like a villain. She doesn't even give these dudes a f- like like a second. Whenever she sees like the beginning of the game, she sees a couple Trinity guys in front of her. She jumps out of the bushes and stabs them in the neck. Like there is no remorse. There is no like conflict. It's just straight up Oh, here's the Trinity symbol. I'm gonna and like like cuts their jugular out and drinks their blood, dude. Like she's a complete psychopath in Shadow of the Toon Rider. But Shadow of the Tomb Raider so far is a better game. And I came into Shadow of the Tomb Raider expecting to hate it. But there's a lot more plot exposition in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. There is a lot more character development in the first hour of Shadow of the Tomb Raider than there is in all of Rise of the Tomb Raider. And the only thing that I got to say left about Rise of the Tomb Raider is the Croft Manor DLC is like super, super good. It sets up up, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider in, in a really nice way. So... I'm because I was gonna jump right from Rise in Shadow, but I decided to take like the extra four or five hours, do all the DLC, Cause I knew I was never gonna come back to Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I'm glad I did because um, the the Croft Manor DLC is, is really cool. You're basically going around as Laura Croft at night, figuring out what happened to her mom, figuring out like the, her whole family's backstory. So it sets up a lot of character development that should have been in Rise of the Tomb Raider, but unfortunately, Laura pretty much as a character doesn't exist in rise of the tomb raider she's just a killing machine that the character controls so
0: that stuff's so annoying and i feel like that only really happens in uh video games and comic books where it's just one of those things like uh you know like seth you're a big comic book fan Mm -hmm. do you you remember that event final crisis that dc put out Mm -hmm. like maybe 10 years ago it's like the grant morrison i did not read it all right So it's seven issues and you're like, oh, cool. Like, I'm glad I get to read an entire event in seven issues, except uh, there's like a two part miniseries that Grant Morrison, who is writing the main series, also wrote. And uh, if you don't read those, then the rest of the series doesn't make sense. And I'm like, all right. So if this is so goddamn important, why wouldn't you just put this in the main series? Like why? Like if, if, if this is so critical, like if this is your big defense of this character or your big plot twist or your big whatever, if it's so important, why don't you put it in the main thing? The thing I was going to read, like yeah. just make it a, make it a nine issue series with the whole story. That'd be tight. And the same thing with DLC. And like the only other <coughs> example that like really comes to mind is um like mass effect, uh, like mass effect three, where it had the Citadel DLC and like that was, I guess what all the fans were looking for, but also like that was a good reason to come back to the game to like spend more time with those mm-hmm. characters. So like, I'm, I'm like, there's no right answer except if you can include it in the main thing, just include it in the main thing, <laughs> I guess is the mostly right, right, really. mostly right answer.
1: I agree. Um, what I will say is to, to your point is that the Croft Manor DLC is absolutely necessary to understanding Laura Croft's character. Because in Shadow of the Tomb Raider, there's a callback to it, uh, a a brief callback to it, but you really don't understand the impact. I don't think you would get the whole impact of it in the Shadow of the Tomb Raider unless you had played the Craft Manor DLC. And it's really good. You should play it. It's just that, like, where was all this character development in the original game? And my other problem is that, like, this game won multiple awards for its writing and like it it won writing awards over the witcher three that year, which blows my mind. It it Absolutely. I don't don't understand it whatsoever because I'm not the only person that thought about this. Cause like after I played the game and I'm like, am I crazy or or, like, am I the only person that has this problem? So I was looking into it. No, like there's a ton of people and ton of even review sites that said like, the, the, char- like, the character development and writing is basically non-existent, but that's okay because the, it's all about the gameplay in this one. And I'm like, man, not really. It's yeah. not. You're playing a campaign. There's a story and and
2: there I should mean, be. I mean, the gameplay is good, but yeah, it needs a, you need a reason to want to play it, which is the story. Which...
1: But like I said, five, five hours into Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. The game, the gameplay is super snappy. It's super tight. It's really fun. But I don't know. Elijah, what, what did you think about Rise of the Tomb Raider's overall writing and story like i
2: i thought the game is very good but yeah it, it is much weaker than either of the other two games um i think it might be my favorite gameplay of the series but that doesn't make up for like you said the story was it was okay
1: but do you know that the the part i'm talking about at the end where she finally finds what she's looking for and then yes. she just and there's it, it, it did not lead up to that at no, all it was no, it just didn't. Ah, ah. <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm talking yeah. about? It's like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah.
1: It goes it goes against her whole character that, that they had to set up. That goes against her whole plot line up to that point, which didn't make any sense at all because like, she's trying to redeem her father's name, and then it was just weird, man. I don't know. I didn't I didn't like the story at all.
2: So. I need I need to replay it to get more trophies. Anyhow, so I'll have to replay it that way I can get a refresher course yeah so man i'll play I'm it really, for the first really time excited. too
0: and, and we get it. let's let's do a spoiler cast for like a six-year-old video game at this point i'm i'm, I'm 110 serious um i'm yeah. in it's funny because like just listen to you guys talk about the story for the game and like how you need that to care about why you're playing i could not give fewer craps about video game stories to be completely honest like i really i really really do. yeah for me i need like snap i i, I need what you need i need, I need a snappy gameplay I don't need motivation in the story to do this cool thing. Like, for me, it's mostly like, oh, I wonder if I can do this thing. And that's me just trying to do it, like, like a boss fight, basically. Like, there was huh. one story, Miles, like, I actually cried in back to back missions with Miles Morales, like a single tear going down my face. I'm like, that was really sweet. And like, that was a very emotional moment. But like, I'm sure, if, if, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure anyone else. Playing that game is just like yeah, it was fine. It's whatever. Like they're just like completely numb to the story. And like I think I might be like a little too easy when it when it comes to emotional strings being pulled. But yeah, I really. Wait, I thought you
1: just said you didn't, you didn't, you didn't. No, but that's the thing. It's like I don't care about story
0: at all. Like that's not why I was playing. I'm just like like I think for me it was like oh I wasn't expecting to feel something at this because I don't care about stories.
1: Well, Um, dude, I'll tell you what. As a Spider-Man is my favorite comic book character of all time. The OG game made me feel feelings. And I like I like cried at the end of that game. So I I, I wouldn't expect that. I would understand.
0: Do you still have your PS4? Yeah. Are you uh thinking about grabbing Miles Morales for PS4?
1: At some point. I am like right, right like right now. I'm just kinda focused on Lara Croft. And after that, we'll see. Pedro's been It'll be hitting me up every single week. So we're sorry, what'd you say?
0: I was going to say, it'll be 20 bucks by, like, February. I'm calling it right now.
1: Yeah, don't think it. Yeah. But pedro has been hitting me up, like, every single week, trying to tell me that, like, I have unfinished business in Yakuza Kiwami, too, because I never finished that game. And that's his favorite series, so i probably end up playing that at some point. I have to go back and beat Trails of Cold Steel 2 at some point, because I'm halfway through it. And those games are just a test of will, pretty much. Those, yeah, like, you're going to have to
0: watch, like, a, a six-hour Ken Burns documentary to, like, remember the story, right? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> pretty much. Well, like, the story's pretty basic. It's all the world-building it's like, this
1: city's over here, and this city's over here, and it's super important because this is a story about war. So, Plus, those games are like 120 hours long each.
2: Yeah, just, yeah like it's ridiculous.
1: Much. It's too much,
0: dude. It's, also, it's...
2: Rise of the Tomb Raider is now downloading on my PS5.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, I got it installed on my PS4. Oh. Um, I'll try to burn
1: through By that. the way. Yeah. By the way, before we move on to PS5 talk, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I installed it. I'm playing it. Like I said, it runs so much better than Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's leading me to believe that Rise of the Tomb Raider is just a badly optimized game because I'm getting 60 frames a second consistently on Shadow of the Tomb Raider and it looks better than Rise. So Rise, I'm not sure what the deal is with with that because I feel like there's something wrong with that game that it was pushing my system to barely crack
0: 30 frames a second. So I, I, I don't know. Also, it sounds like according to your equation. review, yeah, according to your review, it sounds like the story wasn't very optimized either. <laughs> hey! <Nope>. hey <laughs> shooting from the hip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right. Well, let's just jump right in here, I guess. Uh, what have you guys been playing? I'm assuming it's all PS5 games. George, let's start with you, bud. Uh,
0: before we get into PS5. <laughs> I just thought he
1: was going next. <laughs> before we, before we get fool. in.
0: <laughs> Got him! Uh, before PS5, I uh, I got I had a few adult beverages the other night, and I was out in the living okay. room. And I was watching music videos, and uh, I bought my dad an Xbox as like a Blu-ray player a couple years ago. And I was like, "Huh, I wonder how easy this will be." So I logged into his Xbox with my Xbox account. I don't have an Xbox One anymore; that's in storage. Uh, but I was able to log in <laughs> and seamlessly download games from my library to that Xbox flawlessly. And not only that, I was able to automatically load my profiles from saved games on my other Xbox, and like that downloaded. like So I was able to start up Battlefront 2 with the same exact profile I left it with in San Francisco. And it just worked beautifully and perfectly. And I was very happy. So I played a yeah, lot of Star Wars Battlefront Battle 2 after health beverages. Oh my, it's so good. It's nice. so good. And Battlefront 2, still pretty good on from original Xbox, the classic one. Still very good. And I played three oh, hours the OG. of Republic Commando. Yeah. Oh, so good. Nice. Um, but yeah, PlayStation 5. Uh Elijah's man. talking and he's muted. Yeah, Elijah's talking, but he's mute. mute oh you know, hey, I'm, I'm muted. There.
2: Um yeah, uh I, I I was just saying Xbox is very, very good with the account management kind of stuff like that. I have to give that to nope. him.
0: Yeah. Well it's just, you know, Sony was always like talking about the cloud, the cloud, the cloud with PlayStation Plus and how easy that was. And, like, granted, Microsoft talked about, like, Azure in the cloud, but, like, I thought that was about, like, game performance. I didn't know that, like, meant on the back end of, like, actual system management stuff that it was, like, that good, but it was, mm-hmm. I was very impressed with that.
1: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Um, you can kind of, you can pretty much do that on PS5 or PS4, at least I know, right? You can just log in so, your account and download your games?
2: Yes, but especially when it comes to, like, save data, Um Xbox saves are automatically updated or uploaded to the cloud. Like as, <laughs> as it happens on PS4, I usually had to like go in and manually like, Upload it, yeah. Oh, I don't have all of them sent to the cloud yet. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I was just, I was just thinking, I'm like, I think I have Tomb Raiders in the cloud. So I think I can just download it off there. Well, it's that but I don't, and remember. it's, it's
0: annoying because they show you how much space you have left and you're like, Dude, it's just save games. Like why is it why is that taking up so much space? And it's yeah. it's not like I'm it's not like I'm keeping the game on the cloud. You know, like I'm keeping the save. Like most of these are Sony owned games. You'd think you'd like throw me a bone and give me like more than I don't even know how much space there is, but like why like why am I worried about my cloud space for saves? Well, I know like for some reason their automatic
1: upload just doesn't work perfect. Yeah. And I know that because I lost a ton of save games that i assumed were backed up when i switched to ps5 pro or ps4 pro um and i, I lost like some really valuable saves to me like Digimon cyber suit the first one dragon age inquisition i lost there's there just a bunch of them that i lost and i was super upset about that and you know like you just assume when you're a ps plus member all your stuff gets uploaded to the cloud but it doesn't yeah, not, not <laughs> yeah, you gotta man- make sure you manually send it to yep. the cloud if you're upgrading you know
2: and and like I said, that's one of the big things that Xbox has over PlayStation. Xbox just it, as soon as you save a game, it's uploaded to the cloud. It's wonderful. Well, it seems
1: like Xbox just has the general experience over PlayStation. You know, like the ease of use, the oh, yeah. user interface. the, you know, the I'd, I'd agree with
0: that. I would like I used to stream everything on my PS4 but like that mm-hmm. that TV audio video tab or whatever is just a mess on PlayStation 4. It's laggy. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like I'm constantly having to shuffle through apps. I don't even have installed on my PS4 to get to like YouTube. Yep. And it's just like, man, this is so much better on Xbox. Like that became the the media streaming center in, in my house. Um, but not the game playing center. Ayo. No, 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 it was not. I mean, I played, (laughs) at least it's not Uh, a
2: game console. (laughs) I I play a
0: lot of old games though. Like I play a lot of original Xbox games. So like it was, it was really good for that. Um, but let's see, it's been about a half hour. I think we teased them long enough. Elijah, you ready to launch into PS5? Sounds good to me. All right, first game I want to talk about, Astro's Playroom. Oh, my God. It's oh, so I want good. to play this so bad. It's honestly one of, it, it's incredible. Like, it's a platform, it's a commercial. Like, all it is is just talking about yep. the Sony brand for four hours. Like, that's how long it takes yep. to platinum it. It's amazing. It's so much fun. It show, it's a controller demo, like, just showing you what the DualSense can do. And man, the DualSense can do a lot, and it is so oh, God, charming, yes. and it is so pretty, and it is so much fun to do. And I got the Platinum in that game within three days, just playing it like a half hour at a time.
2: Holy crap, what a game. It's so, it's so neat the way it's all set up, and you know... The, the whole idea is it's basically one giant gimmick to try out everything the controller does, but it does it so well, it doesn't feel like a gimmick. It just feels like, here's the next level of the game. Also, the music in GPU Jungle, I want in my car.
1: Yeah,
0: the music's really good. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard nothing but great things about Astro's Playroom. You think of you think of Nintendo and like it seems like they're the only ones who really get to like lean on nostalgia and they're the only ones who consistently lean on nostalgia when it comes to their games, but playing through Astro's Playroom is just like no man like Sony's got a lot to be proud about like they've got so much cool stuff that has just creeped up over the years and like basically there's four levels and they're all modeled after different parts of the PlayStation like the memory of the PlayStation the the cooling fan of the PlayStation the the GPU of the PlayStation, the SSD
2: jungle, SSD speedway.
0: Yeah. And so like there's art, there's like all these little collectibles throughout each level. They're called artifacts, man. Like just, you're basically going through and collecting all these pieces and building a museum of just PlayStation memories. And it's so good. And like, I don't know. I got like little little tinglies in my heart when I saw like mm-hmm. remember the PlayStation 1 remake like the remodel that had like the LCD mm-hmm. screen that you could plug into the back. Like mm-hmm. I saw that and then I immediately went on eBay and I was just like how much is one of those? <laughs> like cuz damn that was hot as hell when it came out and I wanted one so bad. Um how much are they? Uh, I was looking, you could get like a bundle for like 160. Like basically the screen on its own mm-hmm. is like 54.99 and then The PlayStation itself, depending on condition, you could find it between 70 and 100.
1: Hmm.
0: Surprised they're that expensive, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Like, I guess PlayStation 1 games are going up in price, and I don't really understand why. Well, because
1: they plummeted when the PS3 and Vita were out because you could just get them all digitally. True. But now no one wants to play that anymore, so they're probably going back up, is is my personal guess. Because the PS3. And coincidentally, the PlayStation TV are the best way to play PS1 classics. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Yeah, yeah, Very, very true.
1: That's why I want to get a
0: uh, PlayStation TV because I want to play the classic games. on Those things are sweet. I love mine. Um, They're super
1: expensive now. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They really
0: are. I think I grabbed mine for like 50 bucks off Facebook Marketplace like two years ago, three years ago.
1: Is there a Legend of Dragoon
0: Easter egg in it? I don't know because I don't know. Quite possibly.
2: Um, I wouldn't doubt it because they have so many... Games in there, it's ridiculous. It's I saw in, Cloud
0: Sword, is in it? Yeah, yep. Cla- that's Speedway, I saw Dante in like the Dante, yeah, in the in The, space uh, thing the, the
2: group of monster hunters, um, Ape Escape. Oh, Death yeah, so, Stranding.
0: Sorry, so you play as Astro, like the little robot from um, the, the PSVR game and like the original, like PlayStation, like Dual Shock 4 demo, the right? Playroom demo. That's right, yeah, I, I believe so.
2: Yeah, yep. I didn't know um, he was
0: an actual character, I thought there was he just, like, wasn't
2: until the Playroom. And then he became one. Yeah, and then like they
0: did like Astrobot Rescue, uh, Rescue Mission. Yeah, apparently that's really good.
2: Yeah, I, I have it. I still need to play
0: it. So, like, yeah. So you're going through all these worlds, and you just see like other little Astro people, and they're just filming movies, like recreating the games yeah. from PlayStation history. Oh, it's so it's cool. so charming and cute. So like you'll be going through a level, and you'll see like zombies scratching at a door, and someone with like uh, like Jill, I think it was Jill's Jill's
2: outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Like on the other side of the door with a little gun. Yeah, that's super cool. It's yeah, really and fun. it all throughout the game, uh, so many different things. Uh, right, I think it's at the beginning of Cooling Springs. You see, like the film crew, and there's one there with the hat that Jin wears and goes to Tsushima, and he's yeah. just there doing tricks with a sword. Yeah, it's just different stupid little stuff like that that just adds to the whole thing. That's awesome. But yeah, it 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 is a tech demo but it is the most fun tech demo I've ever played.
1: Yeah. Uh, seeing this, would you guys like to see this
0: become like a, a real full-fledged game that's maybe 20 hours long? 1,000%. 1, 100, 110 million percent, yeah. Well, I was going to say 110%, but then you said 1,000%. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm underbidding. Stop
2: it. <laughs> keep going. 100 million billion. Yeah, because I was listening
1: to... Uh, I listened to Sacred Symbols this week and Column of seen has like some really, really obscure PlayStation uh, references. Oh, to yeah. It that, like, like the like PSP GPS, I guess. Yep. And like there, there's like a PS2 router yeah. that's in there. Like a sure. I like, have wow. one
0: of those. Do you really? Yeah. yeah it's, called adap- it's called a network adapter. It's called a network adapter.
2: Yep. You jabroni. I bought it for the original Monster Hunter. Really? Yeah.
1: Like back in the day?
2: Back in the day.
1: Wow. So you actually are like one of the rare two or three people that played monster hunter in the u.s online
2: i i bought monster hunter like right when it came out and played it online
1: wow that's pretty cool i did not know that
2: a lot of people don't know that i was super big into monster hunter back in the day no
1: because you never talk about it plus also there was like three people that did that in the united states so
2: i know i was one of them
0: <laughs> yeah they, they always and they always played at mcdonald's like with their free wi-fi <laughs> like, there, there was there was one old dude in college who I I would like drunkenly go to McDonald's after the bars and I would always see him there playing Monster Hunter on his PSP. That's amazing. So quick, gun barrel fire, score for Astro's playroom.
1: What do you What are you guys grading it?
2: I'm gonna say like
0: an eight point two or three. I'm gonna say a nine. I, I I thought it was lovely and so charming. Um. All right. Plus it was just smart. Like it had like it felt it very smart. It's it, it's the most Nintendo a Sony game has ever felt. Like it was just well laid out, well thought yes. out. That's a good thing. Yeah. Also, sorry, spoilers for everyone that's that's listening a, at home. That's a, that's I'm going, a, going to I'm going to bounce out of Zoom and uh hopefully that'll help my internet and its lag. So Seth has always been the host.
2: <laughs> what else <laughs> are you guys in plan? Um, I know he's, uh, getting nearer to the end, but, uh, I beat Miles Morales last night. Okay. Um, shortlist for game of the year for me. It was oh, amazing. really, yes. The end almost actually had me in tears, even though like, well, you're
0: a, you're a baby because one of the side missions made me cry. So if you can't even shed <laughs> a tear at the, at the final mission, you, you're, you're robot.
2: Um, I didn't even do the side missions yet. Oh, my God. So no, like, the, the game was super good. I I love the story. I love the character of Miles. There's his one friend, Finn. Like, she is a super likable character. Yeah. And, like, I I, it made me want to find him, like, is, is Finn new for the game? Or is she, a, like, an actual character from Miles' history? I don't know. I want to go find this out now. I, I want to learn much more about the Miles comics from this.
1: Don't. Don't don't go to the Miles Morales comical rabbit. Hole. It's not as good, dude. It seriously here's, and I'm not gonna jump down this rabbit hole again because I've done it so many times. The you comics did it over the
0: summer when I was like a guest on the show. I know, <laughs> the, dude. The the
1: video game and the movie fix the problems with Miles Morales. If you go to the comics, you're gonna see a completely different character that's just a clone of Peter Parker with a different skin tone. That's how I feel about Miles Morales in the comics. I think he's a terrible character. He's barely, he's badly read.
0: That is not how I feel about him at all, but. Well, I think you're wrong, George. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you didn't even read. You didn't even read Final Crisis. So, what the do you know about comics? <laughs> I wasn't a DC fan back in the day. I, bec- I I
1: grew into becoming a DC fan because of Batman and because I got sick of Marvel's lighthearted, super bright everything.
0: Okay, well. Seth's opinion aside, um hey! I'm I'm totally with Elijah. I'm totally with Elijah. I wasn't like really feeling it at first because it felt just sort of like more of the same of, of like the original yes. Spider-Man game. But um through the story beats, and again, I'm not saying I'm like moved by this, but like they've really sort of carved out about what makes Miles different from Peter. They actually made me feel guilty about feeling like, oh, it's just more of the same. Because like the this the theme of, of the entire game, I don't know if this is a spoiler, we might have to cut this out, but it's about like Miles. Figuring out, like, yes, I have these spider powers, but what makes me Spider-Man and what makes me different from Peter? And so, like, that's the yep. entire focus of the game.
1: That is a that is a great arc
0: because that's the problem in the comics. Well, in the comics, Peter Parker had died, and that's why, like, oh, God, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're really just pushing buttons over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's the same character, George.
1: Oh He's God. just...
0: We're going to have a, okay, a spin-off idea for the show. We're going to have like a little debate club about who's better, Peter or Miles. But one thing I will talk about, when I was on the show over the summer, we talked about how like you didn't like Miles because you are you have bad opinions and you're a bad person. I was like, I don't know. I think he has a more interesting power set. and I think that will probably make the game more fun. It makes the game so much more fun. Oh, my God. It really like, does. It is so much more fun to play as Miles than it is to play as Peter. Because like, with Peter, it was all 1, about like... 1,000%. With Peter it was all about like the suit gadget upgrades and like the mods you could do with the suit. Like he couldn't do anything different, but like Miles is able to upgrade his powers himself and like he can go invisible, he has like his little venom shock thing, and it's just so much fun playing with those. Like they, they make it a better game. And the fact that like the power ups you can also use introversal to go faster and oh, to yeah. jump and to jump higher, like it's so cool, uh the way they do that. I am also it, does it Miles having this power just doesn't make sense, but like, what? Whatever,
1: dude. Whatever, what do I know about Spider-Man? And so, no, it's playing through Miles and Morales. You guys have both beat it, right? I uh, beat it. He hasn't yet. I'm two missions away from beating it. Who do you think is going to be the main character of Spider-Man Two? Peter, or do you think,
0: or do you think it's going to be an alternating? I think it's probably going to alternate between Peter and yeah. The I
2: could see alternating. Yeah, I
0: like, would like, like to see them both get their own games, like honestly. the way Syndicate does it or Syndicate did it. Uh, yeah, yeah I could see that um,
2: not not the original hit EA title syndicate
0: Yeah. Um, god
2: I want to play that game
0: but I don't know like it's super cool like Miles' mom is like running for councilwoman and like I don't know what's happening there in terms of the story like I don't know if she's gonna win or not um, but like it just feels like the world is so much bigger when you have Peter's life and Miles' life and like that sounds like an awesome game to like bounce back and forth between the two of them um and like i don't know if it is like gonna be a gta where it's just like oh you have to advance this mission as trevor and then this mission as uh was it it's not cj that was michael that was san andreas one of them yeah um but just like how you have to sort of like inch away at it between like all these characters and then like contribute towards like a mission that you can do to like really advance the story i think that's Super cool and like so far, like I said, like it's all about figuring out what makes him Spider Man. And like Miles, I haven't even beaten the game yet, but he has proven that he is Spider Man, that he has the title of Spider Man, that it's not just Peter Parker's Spider Man. And God, it's so good.
2: It is so. The the writing is amazing.
0: That's what happens when you get
1: actual good writers on uh, comic book stories. God, looking at you, Bendus. Looking
2: at you, bud. I wasn't even trying for that one. It just worked out to fuel. (laughs) Oh my god. Um another game I played a little lo- oh I just wanted to take a brief moment to say I've been playing maneater the PS5 version and I'm still getting like frame stutter and everything it's really weird I didn't expect that
1: before I wait before before we move on to uh, what the other games you're playing I want to jump into my topic for the week which is um, insomniac changing Peter Parker's face oh yeah I've been we, we never got to talk about this but like I really hate the change. I don't mind it at all. And I'm not furious about it. He's I don't I don't like it. I'm not furious about it. I think the new face looks worse, but don't treat me like I'm stupid, Insomniac. Don't try and tell me that it's just a giant coincidence that the new guy looks like Tom Holland. I I am not buying it. I just don't like it when I'm treated like like just be honest about it, you know? Just be like, oh, "You know what? We wanted to have like a, like a cohesive image for Spider-Man." Don't, don't tell me it's like a coincidence that like he looks like Tom Holland. He looks just like Tom Holland. It was obviously not a coincidence, man. It was pretty clearly yeah. not a coincidence. I know. So why are they lying about it?
2: Because they can?
0: That's a pro- I have a problem with that. I don't know. Like even when like in The Dark Knight when Maggie Gyllenhaal was like recast or cast as like to recast Katie Holmes like at, at the time it was just like, man, it's so stupid that they did this, but I got to be honest, man, 10 years later, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's because movies. Suck. I don't even remember what Peter's face looks like in the original game, and also yeah, neither either, did I. Also, spoilers. So far, again, two more missions to go. He's in the game for like twelve minutes, man. Like he's barely in the game. <laughs> he's just not there. Well, the entire, yeah. The entire concept is that like he's on vacation, and like Miles has to protect the city of Spider-Man while he's gone. Like that's the entire thing of the game. That, that's like what. But keep in mind, he
2: is in the entirety of Spider-Man oh, God, yeah, remastered. Yeah, he, Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Oh wait the 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 remade faces,
2: the remaster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah they, okay, they, yeah.
1: they changed his face in the in the old one as well. All right. But also. But what I will say <laughs> is that I, I I didn't I don't like how they made him look younger because we get so few we get how, so how few. How young do you interpre- think he looks? I'm I have a picture of his face right now. If I saw him, I would think he was 17.
2: <laughs> I think he looks, he, he looks 17 older than old. a 17 year old
1: I disagree dude. dude I'm looking at a picture of his face right now and I i, I just saw his like face many
2: times over the past day or two
1: that bull he just said it's in the game for 12 minutes yeah 12 minutes I, they're not
2: all at the same time
1: <laughs> I, I just think he looks but the thing was that I really liked about the original interpretation was that there is so few interpretations of older Peter Parker yeah, and I thought that hit that's the nail fair. on the head super no, that's, well. That's, that's
0: totally fair. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then, and then you know they they, they change and made him look a lot younger. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know, like that that kind of sucks. I don't. know. Well, they always
0: make him like either in high school or like in college or right out of college, mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah. honestly why like I love Jake Johnson's Spider Man so much in Into the Spider Verse because I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. this is like. Just midlife crisis, everything going to hell, Peter Parker. This is rad. Like,
2: like we've so never. I was just sitting lived. there lifting weights as it shows him just eating pizza.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, man, we've never, we've never seen the mess, Peter Parker. Um, there's a really
1: great comic, and I forget the name of it. Well, actually, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible comic, but it's inter- The concept is interesting, and it's like old, old Spider-Man in his last battle against Venom, and Mary Jane's dead. Not like Spider-Man Dark Reign or something.
2: I just. Re- I just really want to go back to Seth. But like, there was this really great comic. It was terrible. No, like,
1: like, like the, the concept was interesting, but yeah, like the, comic, the actual no, that, like that story comic was, was super
0: good. It was uh, a God Car- it was Care Andrews who wrote and drew that. Um, is like Spider Man One Hundred or something. Like, it, it takes place like way far in the future, and it was like Spider Man's like yeah. Dark Knight Returns. No, that, I, I actually interviewed yeah. that author and artist. Like, he's really good, man. <laughs> um,
1: I just well, like okay, okay, I thought like the super massive there was a i had a couple problems the story first off the mary jane getting cancer dying from radioactive sperm was like 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 absurd yeah it was a little much but it's a little much but then like, i had like a problem with, wasn't there like a massive massive interpretation of venom that was like a building the size of a building or something like that uh
0: yes uh
1: sp- sorry it yeah. wasn't
0: spider-man dark rain it was just spider-man rain was what it was called
1: i remember reading it i was like okay and
0: that was that but i, I also remember did he have like like a giant like um like
1: his feet didn't fit his suit anymore and what like you could tell he was like, really, he like lost all his muscle mass and stuff. And
0: yeah, and that, that was a big part of it. Oh, that's, what, uh, cause it came out around the same time. Paul Pope was doing Batman year 100. Yeah. So like, there was just like a weird sort of like, uh, dystopia fetish, uh, with, with superheroes around then. I think they were just trying to be like, okay, how could we do dark Knight returns? But, uh, but not explicitly dark Knight returns. George, we gotta start. We got, we get, we got to have a comic book podcast, bud. it's gotta happen. We, I, don't, I don't know what we're waiting on.
1: Yeah,
2: we probably do. Elijah, what
0: what else have you been playing besides Miles Morales?
2: Um, so the, the only real PS4 game I've been playing, I just want to add this in here, is Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. And uh, I don't really have much to say about it. Your first Kingdom Hearts game, right? Yeah, I don't know anything. Like, I've never played through any of the Kingdom Hearts games. So what I'm literally doing is just playing through it and when it comes to a cutscene, I'm skipping the cutscene and just playing the music so I can eventually play the Kingdom Hearts games and come back and watch the cutscenes.
0: I mean that's pretty cool because like the, the music in oh, Kingdom Hearts God. is amazing. So the music
2: is fantastic. What are you doing,
1: bud by... <laughs> enjoying a wonderful rhythm game. Don't like, don't don't go back and play the Kingdom Hearts games, Elijah. It's not worth it.
2: Well, fun, funny you mentioned that on Black Friday, I'm getting all of the Kingdom Hearts games. I want that. Don't
0: I want that do collection this. too. Um,
2: it's like the number one thing I want to find on Black Friday. It's gonna be. It's, I
1: understand months. when the collection for there, dude. The, there's two good Kingdom Hearts games:
0: Kingdom Hearts Two and Birth by Sleep. That's it. What about what That's about the about. old Dream Drop Distance? Nope. That's still because no, Dream that... Drop
1: Distance is the game that ruined the story. It, that that's the one that ruined the plot of Kingdom Hearts.
0: Oh god, it's still like I still can't believe that's a 3DS game. That game is so pretty. Un- oh yeah, it is. Un- the g- un- and the gameplay un- is super good too. Unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah, See, and the is... gameplay
1: is super super good. But this like is what dog. happens
0: when you get inv- Oh, buddy, this is what happens when you get invested in stories in video games. You get your your heart kicked in its nuts. So just don't do it. Just be like me. Yeah, stop, I mean, like... Stop feeling things. Just give up.
1: Stop feeling things. <laughs> but that's the problem, is that I love good stories in video games because I think it's so much more interactive, and story beats can can hit so much more powerful, like in the original Spider-Man that we talked about. But for some reason, they can't get the writing down in, in video games, in the industry. Like, they, they're, they're just It's all over the place, man. And one of the biggest problems in, lore, in to, Rise of the Tomb Raider was that there's no downtime. It's the same problem that every uncharted game has had there's just it's just constant incline of like more action more action more action more action and you never get to see nathan drake just sit around a fire and like joke with his friends and like that's super super important in in video games it's so it's the same reason like long rpgs don't feel tiresome because there's all these down moments you know and and like for instance you remember in final fantasy 7 right after that big bombing mission you go back to Sector Seven and you just like get to meet all these characters and relax for a bit before going on the next mission.
2: Very, very true. I never really thought of that.
1: Yeah, and that that like, for me when I'm playing a game like Uncharted Four, I just get exhausted, man. Same thing happened in Uncharted Three. I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's just more and more action. It just keeps going. It never stops. Like watching an action movie
0: for 12 hours. So mm. I
1: don't remember what we were talking about. I did one on a tangent, now I'm gone. Yeah, but
0: also, I, remember. My, I remember when I first got my PlayStation 3, I was so excited because Metal Gear Solid 4 came out, and, like, my roommate was obsessed with that. I'm like, oh, it must be a good game if he's obsessed with it. felt like I had to wait 45 minutes before I actually got to, like, move Snake, And I'm just like, man, that's... You probably <laughs> did have to wait 45 know, just, minutes before you got to move Snake." Yeah, Nick. that's why, like... Metal I, Gear Solid I, 4 I, out over Dead I start a timer, honestly, every time I start a game to see, like, when I'm actually allowed to move the character. Because I find it infuriating to, like... I find it really, like, claustrophobic and, like, anxiety-inducing. When, like, I'm playing a game and I'm like, I can't move my character. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had sleep paralysis. It's terrible. But, like, that's what it feels like when I'm playing. Like, that and when you can't jump in a video game, that really bothers me. I don't know what it is. But, like, (laughs) that's, like, the the worst part about Mass Effect. That's, like, the only bad thing about Mass Effect is that you can't jump in that game.
1: So you had a problem with Kingdoms of Omelor as well?
0: Oh, my. It's infuriating. Like, I I don't understand how I can, like, do all these amazing things in that game except jump. (laughs) That's that's ridiculous but uh sorry back to ps4 games on ps5 is it like when you play a 360 game on xbox one how it like brings up the old 360 ui or does it feel like you're still in your playstation 5 when you're playing it
2: uh still in playstation 5 it does everything just like a ps5 game
0: awesome except the
2: nice thing is it has virtually no load times oh that's really cool melody of memory has like zero load load times whatsoever the entire game and it's beautiful yeah, uh, I never... the only three games... Oh no, go go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry, I was gonna say I never played Days Gone or God of War on PS4. So those I installed those on my PS5. Ooh, very I'm nice. Going to hit those up as soon as I'm done with my my opening salvo of PS5 games. But sorry to interrupt.
2: Uh, please. Uh, the only other three games I've played, I I kind of like just dusted the surface on, which is Godfall. I need to spend a little more time with that game before I make a solid decision. Gotcha. And that's really the best thing I can say about that game right now. Great. I haven't played it, but I've heard nothing good about it. It exists. It's not bad. It's not bad. I will give it that. But I'm not exactly going to say it's good yet. Is it's fine.
0: Is there a lot of like exposition and like, do you have to constantly listen to in-game audio for clues about what to do or why you're doing what you're doing?
2: Uh, not so much what to do, but why you're doing what you're doing. Yes, okay. and it has a story. I, I I have already lost interest in the actual story. Um, <laughs> and I'm I've played it for like an hour. <laughs>
0: that sucks. That, that <laughs> so. sucks. Just because I was counting that being like the game I play while I catch up on podcasts. Well, it seems like you can probably do that. Yeah, you can
2: definitely do it. Oh, okay. Um, like so I'm I'm gonna spend more time with it because I'm very curious. Then I started Sackboy: A Big Adventure. I think that might be the game I focus on this week. I played a couple levels and it's super fun. It is all of the best parts of the Little Big Planet games, except it doesn't ask you to build things. And it's like the levels in Little Big Planet. Like, you know, every level was filled with, here's stuff you can do in this game if you build a level. But this, the levels are like finely crafted for just here here's the world. The whole idea is this evil guy named Vex comes and takes everybody from oh god, what's the name of the place? Saxville? Great name. Like Great name. Something like that. It's from Craft World is the name of the world. And he like takes everybody, but Sackboy manages to get away. And you are trying to stop Vex and get the townsfolk back. And it's super fun. Super charming so far. I'm a big fan of the uh, merchant in it, Zoom Zoom. I, I enjoy him very much, so.
0: Who's, who's cooler, the merchant that or the merchant in Resident
2: Evil 4? Do you even have to ask? Zoom what are you buying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, it's funny, the game I originally bought, the PlayStation 5 for, the game that I'm like, I need this, so I'm getting a PS5 day one. Don't I haven't it. spent too much time yet in Demon's Souls. Don't say God! <laughs> but it Knew is it. super, super good. That game feels perfect in my hands. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> See, it's, it's really funny you say that, because the game I like talked myself into buying the PS5 for was actually uh, Sackboy Big Adventure. And I haven't I haven't touched it for a second because I got so enthralled with Astro. Uh, right. Playroom. And then now I'm in Miles Morales and I'm like, yeah, I think I can get to Platinum for this by like Saturday. If I like really buckle <laughs> yeah. down. No.
2: That's and exactly then... what happened to me. I started Miles and I'm like, oh, you know, I can play through this. I heard it's not too long. And by halfway through it, I'm like, I'm in.
0: Yeah, this is all I can think about. I, I've installed every game, except Godfall. Godfall just came in the mail today, so I will install that later tonight. Uh, except for Call of Duty, because that takes up so much space on the hard drive. So I'm going to beat all these games, and then delete all of them, and then finally play Call of Duty. Man, the other game I've been playing a lot of is Bug Snacks, Because that was a like, free PlayStation Plus. Talking
2: about my,
0: my PlayStation 5 came in, I think, last Thursday. And uh, my games didn't get delivered until the next day. So the only games I had were uh ps4 games which i wanted to install just to see what they would look like i still haven't touched them yet because (laughs) what installed first was bug snacks downloading that from online and that game is a trip and like elijah talking about godfall i don't know if it's a good game i think it's enjoyable i will probably never think about this game ever again except like oh yeah i did play that it is the weirdest tone for a video game that i can remember Mm -hmm. and elijah Mm -hmm. i think we talked about this a little bit in uh in the slack, but tell me if I'm wrong. If it's like Pokemon took place in Rapture from Bioshock. Yes. So there's all, yep. these, little, all these little critters running around and all these people are obsessed with eating them because they taste so freaking good. And every time they eat them, they like you're able to manipulate which part of their body, like their limbs, turn into whatever they just ate. So if they ate a hot dog shaped bug snack, then you can give them like little sausage legs or sausage arms or sausage hands. And all I could think about was plasmids from the original Bioshock, yep. and like the the leader of the island has is gone missing, the person who brought you there originally. And I'm just like, well, this feels like like Andrew Ryan type stuff, and whatever the guy's name from Bioshock one was. Yes, Andrew Ryan. And, Dude, yeah. I was
1: so mad when. Um, sorry, I didn't mean, to interrupt you. I thought fine. you were kind of done. I was just so mad. Uh, Watson, my, one of my best friends, recently played through Bioshock, and Pedro was with us pretty much the whole time. And he kept going. when He was like watching Watson play. He kept going, uh, Watson, would, would you kindly walk over into that room? Or you know, he kept asking him to do stuff to help <laughs> progress in the game. And I kept going, Pedro, I swear to God, dude, like, like you're going to catch a knuckle sandwich, man, because you keep trying to spoil <laughs> it for him.
2: <laughs> not I'm not going to catch hands. Country. You're going to catch feet. I'm a, I'm a kicking yeah. man. Yeah. yeah bug snacks is interesting and apparently uh it is very very narrative oriented and the game goes places from what i hear (laughs) the game it goes it goes places well from from people that beat it i hear it it goes places strange places i'm like all right you got me even more interested
0: so basically yeah so there's like this island community and like the leader person Left to like go see something one night and she hasn't come back. She left someone else in charge, no one respects the person they left in charge, so everyone just sort of like went to every different, yeah, poor poor, sweet Philbo. Everyone went to every corner of the island and just sort of like carved out like a new little life. And so the entire game is you convincing them to come back to Snacksburg, I think is like the name of the town. And uh, to do that, you have to do like little favors for them, like find them certain bug snacks for them to eat, do little video game stuff for them to try to convince them to come back and like man there's like one farmer who's fighting with a guy who like had like a zoo basically like he didn't want to eat the bug snacks he just wanted to raise them and take care of them like he was basically going full golem from lord of the rings on bug snacks and you're like oh man this guy's a little weirdo no wonder that farmer guy hates him and then it's just like oh the farmer guy's wife left him and he has like a stuffed made out of straw and yeah. of his wife that he talks to at night. And you're just like, oh man, <laughs> like didn't, didn't see that. That game about. has some
2: darker parts than you'd think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Didn't, didn't see that coming in the game where you can give someone sausage hands and sausage knees. You know, <laughs> Like it's just really, really came out of nowhere. Uh, but man, it's, it's good in the sense that it feels like a, like an adult swim cartoon. And I really like playing it now because I feel like, Oh, I started watching this show at the first episode. Like, that's like the vibes I'm getting from it. Just like playing Snacks now. But again, this is not. Um... What was the launch game that came out on PS4 with the PlayStation Plus? Resogun? Uh, yeah, this is this is nowhere that's near. Rezogun. This is nowhere near Resogun yeah. levels of like no, PlayStation Plus free game for the new console. Um,
2: Obviously, Resogun is amazing.
0: Yeah, Resogun is pretty perfect as far as games go. Um, it really, really is. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much I play like an hour of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And man, that game I, seems I imp- haven't started it yet. Impossibly large, just incredibly, impossibly, inconceivably large.
2: I'll tell you what else is impossibly large. The PlayStation five itself.
1: Oh, my God. It's so yes. Yeah, so what do you guys think about it now that you have it in your hands?
2: I um, love it. I think it's gorgeous as I
0: like sitting here looking at it. I'm like, all right, I actually love this thing. I do too. And the way my room is set up, like I don't have space. For, I can't like lay it down because like the way the cords are and like the cord is only so long and I have to put it on the opposite side of where my inputs are. So like I have it basically positioned away from my TV. So it's like at a flat angle. So it just looks like a big piece of white plastic. So I'm like, oh, it doesn't really look that bad. It's freaking huge. Like I have yes. it, it's, it's taller. I have like a Lego Imperial Walker from Empire Strikes Back. It's taller than that with, like, Lego minifigures stacked on top of it. um, It's a yeah. it's a
2: beefy, beefy, beefy boy. It really is. But, my God, it's gorgeous. Like, having the lights coming out of the side, like, on the inside of it, it's oh, I love it.
0: We haven't really talked about the PlayStation 5 itself. I know we talked about it a little bit just now. But Elijah and I were talking about doing sort of, like, a PlayStation 5 special, where we... Really yeah, just yeah. talk about the actual device itself. And I think we're going to record that later this week. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's a, great, it's a great idea.
0: If you want to be like a moderator for that, or maybe if Austin has time, he could be a moderator for that. Um, just to sort of like guide the conversation for people who don't have a PlayStation so we can answer questions that they have. Um, just Yeah, like, sure. Like, absolutely. Curious outside person, because I think Elijah and I could just get too granular talking about stuff if we don't have someone who doesn't know anything what, about it. What's
2: going to happen is... If, if we are going to start talking about the PlayStation and then somehow end up at football for about 25 minutes. So yeah.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I gotta be there. So George can't call my comic book knowledge. Stupid. (laughs) No, I'm not going to call it stupid. I'm just going to call it wrong.
0: Um, (laughs) Oh, but
2: at least he's honest. It's a good
0: thing. It's a good thing when I met you at uh Pax East. I didn't know how just dumb you were about comics because I would have beat you up for being hey! I would have beaten you up for being a reverse nerd. Um
1: Yo, I swear to God, George, if I found out you were a Miles Morales
0: fan, I would have sweeped your legs right out from under you at PAX East. <laughs> oh man. I <laughs> thrown what you would have th- fight you in
2: the bounty n- council.
0: I would have thrown you in the Charles River, son. You you're not from oh. Boston. You don't know what's going on over there. I know all the secrets. I don't even know where the Charles River is, but it's, it's it's like the one river there. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll you'll know when you wake up in it. You... <laughs>
2: <laughs> you'll know when you wake up at the bottom of it.
0: <laughs> There's one part of the Charles River that was really uh like like white water, y and it had a whole bunch of rocks. I'm just like, "Yo, if I ever found the Jumanji game board, this would be the perfect place to throw it into right here." <laughs> my sister, <laughs> my how, sister said how that how once a year that once a year they put like a
1: whole bunch of stuff in it for like a celebration or something, right? Uh, I think they dye it for St. Patrick's Day. Ah, uh, that's right, that's right.
0: Because I don't know if you know this, Boston, pretty Irish town. Uh, yep, pretty historically my, Irish.
1: My sister met a one hundred percent Irish race man there. Town. Yeah, and uh, he is now my brother-in-law. He's a super cool dude. Oh, very cool. Huh.
0: Does your dad think he's a man?
1: Uh, half sister Dad doesn't um, have any Relation to me
0: yeah. sister. But probably thinks he's more of a man than you Yeah probably Because he's an electrician and I'm a nerd No my dad's a carpenter My dad, <laughs> Like I know I think Like a thousand times more about that stuff Than you do but my dad still thinks I'm an idiot So I get it
2: um, <laughs> I, I just in my head all I heard Was your dad going at least now there's Another man in the family <laughs> 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 finally, someone yeah, pa- finally some-
0: someone to pass my name on. That's not how that works. Yeah, it's gonna work better than with you, kid. <laughs>
1: yep, yeah, that's my life.
2: Originally, I was named Walter Junior, and then my parents decided my brother was a better fit for. it <laughs> My
0: brother-in-law is like, oh, it's just more art speed of people. It's like, oh man, that's rough. <laughs> it's alright. I really think that my brother-in-law is like the son my dad always wanted, so I get it.
2: Um, <laughs> I he, can't be mad at. Well, he just,
0: I I don't like hunting. I don't like the idea of like killing something. My brother-in-law does not share that. Really nice guy. I'm not saying he's like a bad guy because he likes hunting. He like
2: really nice guy, but he loves killing things. Well, no, he's a chef
0: and like he uses like every ounce of the deer. Like he doesn't like just sport hunt. Um, but man, yeah, they talk about guns a lot. I'm just like completely lost. I'm like, oh yeah, well in Halo there's this gun called the Needler. It is <laughs> so cool. <laughs>
2: And then your dad just gives you a look like Seth's dad gives him.
0: Yeah.
1: See, the thing is that like, I tried all my dad's fun things. Like I tried shooting. I tried hunting. I tried wrestling. I tried football and I hated all of it. Yeah. So like I I, I gave it a solid shot, you know, and and he just hates that. I don't like any of that
0: stuff. Uh, See, my dad doesn't. And That was good. Yeah. My my dad's not like really bad. Like, honestly, like it's my dad is way more like, Oh, you want to like drink a lot of scotch and watch star Trek. I'm like, yeah i do that sounds sounds like a great way to spend a wednesday afternoon um
1: it does sound great that does yeah. sound
0: great um so that's but then it's just like oh i need to, it's like oh the light's not working he's like so fix it i'm like i don't know how he's like god you're worthless i'm like because you never taught <laughs> me like it's just one of those re- relationships you know wow.
1: whose real fault is it dad
0: yeah and then we start drinking <laughs> yeah. scotch and watching star trek and the light's been out for like a month and a half so what are you gonna do what can you do <laughs> George, uh, why don't you wrap
1: up our uh, our podcast this week by telling us about how these cross-gen PlayStation exclusives are built from the ground
0: um, up? Yeah, I would I would love to. This is from Adam Bankhurst over at IGN, uh, who is reporting on a Telegraph story uh, with what's his name, Jim Ryan. Yes, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment president and CEO Jim Ryan. Speaking to the Telegraph said, The first thing to say is our PlayStation 5 experiences or versions of these games are built from the ground up to take advantage of that PS5 feature set. So I think offering a PS5 version of these games to the PS5 community, and then a PS4 version of these games to the PS4 community, I don't see what's wrong with that. And uh, that stuck out uh, sorry, stuck out to me because um, at first I was just thinking like, uh, yeah, no kidding, my guy. Uh, please, make games that take advantage of the PlayStation 5
2: yeah. feature mm-hmm. set.
0: That would be perfect. But also, it feels weird to me that like Sony has to defend this when like I don't think any third party has ever had to defend it. Like
2: no.
0: uh, Call of Duty Ghost came out mm-hmm. on cross-gen. That was PS4 and like, PS3, 360. And there was yep. just like straight-up stuff that was in the PS4 version that was not in the 360 version. And everyone's just like, well, what do you want? It was made for the PlayStation 4, and it's, it's lucky that we got it at all on the 360, PS3. And it just feels like it's weird that a third-party developer doesn't have to sort of explain that, but, but like, the actual console maker does have to explain that. And also, it's, I don't know, like, Mm -hmm. they're so similar, I guess, in terms of, like, library and audience. And it's just like, yeah, there's, like, over 100 million PlayStation 4s. Of course, they're still going to make PlayStation 4 games. They're not just going to, like, say no to upwards of potential 100 million sales you know like they're not gonna yeah exactly shut the, shut the door on that but it's really good to know as someone who did buy a playstation 5 it's like yeah man like build ours first and then like downgrade it like as opposed to building it for that and then upgrading it like if, if that makes sense like
2: yeah it does i'd that rather was... than
0: build a playstation 5 game and strip it down to fit the ps4 than to build a playstation 4 game and then add things in to make it ps5
2: and, and that's like a lot of people were saying like You know why would I want to get this next gen just for games that I can play on both? And the perfect example I always go to is uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of War or Shadow Mm -hmm. of Mordor, the first one. Shadow of Mordor, yeah. Which the previous gen versions didn't even have the what what was it called?
0: Nemesis, the Nemesis.
2: Nemesis system, yeah, didn't even have the Nemesis system, which is like. The thing the game was like the premise the game was built on, the,
0: the point of the game, yeah,
2: yeah, right. So, like, it, I, I agree. Like, I like how games should be built for whatever they come out on, whether you like, you know, even if it's cross gen, be built for the PS4, be built for the PS5, because that's how you're going to get the best version on each,
0: yeah. Um, and honestly, if he I don't did, know, man, if, if he didn't say that, I'd feel pretty burned as a PS5 owner, and like, I know I'm like incredibly lucky to have gotten one but like still like oh man like you're telling me this really shiny cool new box i just bought um it's not your main focus yet well when are you gonna focus on it because like what wasn't cheap man <laughs> you know
1: yep that's kind of how i feel uh, like i'm waiting for like the real ps5 game for me to buy it That that's the reason i didn't buy it like, like when on, on launch day i could have but the problem was was that I looked at the launch lineup and I'm like, well, I feel like that's just, there's just nothing there that I need to get a PS5 for. Because now I kind of feel left out a little bit. I'm like, man, I probably should just bought in one. But then I I go back and forth on it because I'm like, well, like we talked about earlier, I can play Miles on PS4. That's really the only game I wanted to play right off the bat. So
0: I will say, I too, know. I don't have an HDR TV. Like, I don't have my 4K TV with me. So I'm playing on like a... 10 year old sony bravia that like i got my sophomore year of college and it's Mm -hmm. great because that just means every game i go to i don't put it in fidelity mode because i don't have a 4k tv i put it in performance mode and i will say man, even on a 1080p holy crap do these games look astonishing like oh good and so if that's what you can get out of your ps4 for miles morales like Holy crap. Like I know you're not gonna have like the same kick-ass like load times or whatever, which are instantaneous. Like I actually I actually use fast travel in this Miles Morales game because it takes same. it takes three seconds. And I'm like, well, that's all the way down in like the fide eye. Like I'm in Harlem. That's like basically going from one end of the island of Manhattan to the other. Like I that's gonna take like six minutes, seven minutes to just like swing there and I'm gonna get distracted. I'm just gonna fast travel. And it takes seconds together it's incredible um wasn't so you, there a trophy for seeing all the travel animations or something like that i think so yeah on, on the ps4 yeah yeah i think so i
1: remember i, I went af- i went after that trophy and i was like i forgot that the fast travel system was in this game because i don't i never used it well why would you when you're spider-man was... you know <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah exactly yeah. and like with the length of time it took it was like i might as well just swing there
1: yeah. it was cool i mean he was on the he was on the, the train like scrolling through his phone or whatever it was
0: cool but it's so fast they don't even show him on the train. Like it literally, you select yeah. where you want to. It just go. goes through a
2: black screen. It fades to black like for two
0: seconds. Two seconds, yeah, and then it just you you come out of like the uh, the stairwell for the, the subway. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm all fired up talking about the PS5. I'm excited for this bonus episode. Sorry, <laughs> Austin. I promise to not swear during that one. Uh, yeah. If you guys want me on it, let me know.
1: I'll, I'll be on it. We're or, or not.
2: Gladly. I'm, uh. I'm just touching my PS5 right now.
0: <laughs> just stroking it. I mean, it's, it, it's a big, like I said, it's a beefy boy, but like, man, it is so pretty. And we talked about this before. I'm a huge, like Y2K era nut bar. Like, I just love all that stuff. Like, I just thought everyone was so optimistic and upbeat and just excited about things back in, like, 1999, 98, 2000. hmm And it really just looks like a slice of the future baked in, like, yep. 1999. Like, it looks like a concept drawing from that era. Like, it, this looks like it could yeah, be... Yeah, I love the It this really time. does. It looks like it could be in the background of, like, a TLC music video. Like, it, it just looks that futuristic, or- crazy... Like a
2: Jemariquai yeah. music video.
0: Yeah, per yeah, this is the virtual insanity that Jemariquai was talking yes. about. Yes, that's actually the exact video I was thinking of. Well, it makes sense because he had like all those white walls that were like moving, or like the white floor that was moving. Yep. I'm like, yeah, that's a really freaking white console. Um, God, I love it so much already. I I I've been feeling kind of down on gaming lately. Like nothing really got me excited in my PlayStation 4. Like I was like, oh, I should just hunt for trophies. I tried playing Greece like a month ago. I played it for like a half hour, an hour. And I'm just like, I'm just not feeling this. And then I tried doing like Kingdoms of Amalur. And like, that was like a really good time sink. And like, I did enjoy playing it, but it was still like, it wasn't really moving the needle that much. And then Star Wars Squadrons, I thought was like kind of a letdown, but like playing all these PlayStation five games has just been so much fun. And like Mm -hmm. the fact that the controller is so different, that's like, it's weird to feel next gen, you know, like, the Rumble technology is so far beyond what the DualShock 4 could do that, like, you're not just looking at next-gen. You're, like, literally physically feeling it. And that is just so cool. and just, like, something I never even thought about, about, like, what I wanted out of a next-gen controller, you know?
2: The, oh, my God. The DualSense is amazing. Uh, it's going to be hard for me to go back to some games that don't have the Rumble features that this has. Because yeah. even... um apex i've legitimately been playing apex better since i started playing on the ps4 or ps5
1: i've been thinking about grabbing a um dual sense for pc but pc they added steam it's
2: support
0: hard. earlier today right? yeah i saw that it's really cool that. man like in bug snacks when you're running somewhere like when your right foot steps forward the right side of the dual sense vibrates and then when your left foot steps forward the left side vibrates so like every time you're like walking in motion you just like actually feel the footsteps and like, it just helps you like find a rhythm. And like, I find like I've been actually like adjusting my pace. Cause I'm like, Oh, well I want to walk slower and it has nothing to do with the visual stimuli. Like it has to do with like the way I'm feeling it in the controller. Like it's, it's just like, Oh man, this never crossed my mind. Um, for something cool. I wanted out of a game. Um, Real
1: quick, before we do wrap up the podcast, I do want to say one thing about PS5. I am so sick of seeing people saying the launch was a disaster because they can't find a PS5. Dude, not only did you have plenty of warning this was going to happen. Yep. If you thought for a second that you were going to be able to find a console in the fall in a launch window, you haven't been paying attention to the last three generations. Like, it doesn't happen. No. This this is the
2: exact same thing that happened
0: with PS4. It it didn't happen not in a pandemic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, except for the Wii U and the Vita, you know? Like, it's been pretty hard to walk into a store and just grab a console. It's amazing you could just walk
2: in and buy the best console of all time. But, yep, there the Vitas were. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I don't
1: but, know. I feel like, like, like with PlayStation 4s, when did you start being able to see them? It was probably like, what, like, late December or January, right? I, I have to imagine. I can't remember. I think it I was, I feel Jan- like that's
0: about right. I think it was January, yeah. And like, it came out yeah. around this time, 2013. Yeah. Yep. I just don't understand why people thought they were going to be able to not have a pre order and
1: then jump in and be like, oh, yeah, I'll just get it from Target uh that's not how that works but well, so all those stores yeah.
0: have said that like oh we're not doing in-store launches for these consoles and like yeah the the walmart near me doesn't even stock playstation 5 supplies yet or like accessories oh really or anything yeah they said like they're oh, gonna wow. wait two weeks and so i think they're pushing it closer to black friday
1: which is frustrating i really wish
0: because... the cases were white yeah i mean no oh, same hard same uh that was actually a note yeah. i made for like the playstation 5 specific podcast um yeah, it's frustrating to have like the label be white, but then like the cases are, yeah, the yep. same exact shade of blue as the PS4 cases. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, the one accessory I didn't get that I really want is uh the 3D Pulse headphones. Um, those look. So
2: awesome. I've been hearing the microphone on those aren't very good at all.
0: I don't care about the microphone. Like I, I'm not really interested in like I'll do co-op multiplayer stuff. But, like I don't care about like competitive stuff. But, like, man, yeah. just the, the idea of 3D audio in Miles Morales just sounds... Yeah, so I, cool. I do
2: really want one for that. <laughs> I actually managed... Uh, at 3 in the morning, the day the PS5 came out, uh, they had the controller charging station in stock at Best Buy. So I quick-ordered right. it. Very nice. But that's the only other accessory I got besides the second controller.
0: Yeah, I got a second controller because that was part of, like, the only... Th- ps5 you could get was like the bundle that came with a year of ps plus the playstation 5 an extra controller and two games uh miles morales and demon souls um i'm excited i, I don't want to say too much because i don't want to jinx myself but i feel like this is the first time i'm actually going to give a crap about a souls game yes. um because i haven't before but uh i'm like oh man I've only got five games for this thing maybe this will be it like maybe all I need is a cold winter in Maine and no other games to play because I will have beaten Miles Morales I will have beaten Godfall I will have beaten Sackboy now I'm just stuck with demons death is
2: over there just holding his tongue just
1: I've said my piece in the soul series I've said it
2: I mean it was it. it was a it was a wrong kind of piece but well, I mean yeah,
0: that's all he does it. is just give wrong takes. They're not even hot, they're just wrong. Listen. <laughs> my word is law right now, alright? I am the law.
1: And I say in this town well, hey, we do not play Demon Souls and we do not worship Miles Morales. And that is the law. I'm enforcing that law. You mm-hmm. know what I'm really excited to do? I'm
0: I'm really excited to uh let's actually have a debate let's actually do a debate i'll do debate with you all right
2: i'm debating whether i want to come
0: you should at least like that was the only on. joke i you had should, for that that was good but you should also just still like just chill in the bleachers you know just like hang out for a bit yeah
2: yeah i'll just be that guy that activates the uh laugh track or the clapping track whenever oh, you guys do something
0: yeah that'd be great listen man Listen,
1: I don't hate Miles Morales. I, I think he's a fine character in the games, and he's a fine character in the movies, and he's got a cool suit. I think his comic interpretation is trash.
0: It has always been trash. When was the last time you read a Miles Morale- Morales comic?
1: Uh, right after Secret Wars when he came to 616.
0: Oh, so like six years ago. Yeah, man. Because
1: okay. I read it for like four. Why would I keep going? Okay. Bendis blew it. He blew it. He created... He's only been off the book he for He created while. the character. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Okay. Bendis created the character. okay. That's the problem, bud. Uh, okay. Now we're on the same page,
0: now, huh? Bendis we is figured what got it out. Bendis we is met it. in the middle. Bendis is who got me into comics. I will not take this Bendis slander from you. His action comics and his Superman has been amazing. The dude is firing on all cylinders. Event Leviathan is one of the best non-crisis events DC's put out in, like, 15 years. I want. to Heard from you you don't know what you're talking about you don't read good comics you just want comics to feel like you did when you were 15 you're just chasing that high and i'm not gonna I'm not gonna have it anymore from you seth yeah well it's really funny that marvel fired him they didn't fire him he his contract last and then he signed a much bigger better lucrative deal with dc yeah. there's a god difference he didn't get fired he was a free agent you dumb
1: there's a reason marvel didn't want to up the ante because his comics were terrible for like 10 years oh oh my god oh the last good thing he did was ultimate spider-man until issue 144 that was it bud that was it that's where bendis's career ended
0: oh my god i just want to punch you on your dumb face right now i'm gonna slip it and i'm gonna counterattack. is what i'm gonna do Well, can we do, we like, need to host
2: these, this debate live.
0: Can we do a couple shots first just to really even the playing field?
2: No guns allowed.
0: No, I was like, you do shots of tequila. I'll do shots of like B12 just to like really make sure. <laughs> <laughs> just to really make sure we're we're both at our best. Um,
1: I really loved Miles' story beats where his uncle Aaron died. Weird how it wasn't Uncle Ben as well. Yeah, same exact character. different skin tone. I hate
0: everything about you right now. I hate. I hate. Every, I hate everything you choose to be as a person.
1: <laughs> Did you forget the awesome storyline of uh, Miles Morales and Six One Six being evil? I haven't forgotten about it.
0: Yeah. No. All right. Let's uh, on no. Show it's a good point. That, right? Every Peter Parker story was just knocked out of the park. The Clone Saga was great. I loved how it lasted for eight years. Anyways. Um, Seth, where can gentlemen? Yeah, Seth, where can people find me? <laughs> Seth can find me in the parking lot at about three PM tomorrow. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's gonna
2: drive down from Maine and just be like, What's up, bud? Look, He's gonna Seth. literally just drive down from Maine, punch you in the face, get back in his car and drive out. <laughs> Look, Seth,
0: I'm not gonna lie, man, I've done more for less. All right, like um, I'll do it. <laughs> Plus, there's really good sandwich spots I know in Vermont, which I'm gonna take the scenic route because
1: it's <laughs> going to Vermont first. To be <laughs>
0: yeah, man, I want some killer sandwiches. Like... I know some really good fried chicken. It's gonna be a little vacation. I don't leave the state often. There's a pandemic. I don't know if you've heard, but yeah, I want to get some Country Car Deli. Then I come down and kick your ass, and then I'm gonna come back here and read more Miles comics. It's gonna be great. He's just like. I just randomly see him. I'm like, wait, is that George? He goes, Yeah, you won the smoke
1: and you found the fire, bud. <laughs> I,
2: I got it. George will just like on Twitter keep track of his entire journey. Hashtag driving for miles.
0: Yeah, he's driving for miles. <laughs> yeah, bud. It's that time um, of year. I'm gonna come down there and light your up like a Christmas tree, man. Get ready. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whew.
0: All right. Well, sorry. Like, right. right. I, mean, I, I don't mean to single anyone out. I'll also light your ass up like a menorah for our Jewish <laughs> oh, listeners. Okay. Is there a, a Kwanzaa light? I don't I know. Don't know. I, don't, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know enough about Kwanzaa where I don't want to be disrespectful talking about it. So I'll do some research and then make a metaphor <laughs> okay. about how I'm going to rip you to shreds in a Kwanzaa style uh, next week.
2: In a Kwanzaa. I, yeah, I'll
1: be. i I'll, I'll be looking forward to your updates on the, on this. Uh, how this unfolds next week. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Austin. uh Sorry about that, bud. A lot of profanity in the end there. <laughs> uh, remember, share us with your friends. Uh, Frame Skip is available on Podbean, and, you know, wherever you're listening to this. It's, it's available everywhere. We're, there, I'm pretty sure there's not a place on the internet where we're not available. Now we're on iHeartRadio and Pandora. Like, I don't know when the last time someone listened to iHeartRadio was. I forgot that exists. Turns out 90% of our viewer based on our radio because we're the only podcast there. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions for the show, write in to bit.ly slash skip q. That is bit.ly slash skip q. Uh you can find us on Twitter at skip That's pretty much where, where Coach resides. Uh, um you can find all the hosts. At Seth S Taylor, that's me. Elijah's is at Local Lizard Man. Austin is at Austin J Eller. George, did you delete your <laughs> your Twitter handle? No. Did you not? Do you not want me to say it?
0: Oh no, no. You can yeah, at GB Law right. You can follow my, exactly. my my trail across the Eastern Seaboard as I make my way towards. <laughs> are, are you in Pittsburgh? Is that where you are? I'm not
1: even nowhere near Pittsburgh, buddy. Are, are you in the
0: middle of the of PA? Don't worry, I can yeah. tell you exactly where he is. All right, cool. Yeah, text text me that address. Uh, we'll do. And... Oh, I've just never been to my new apartment.
2: <laughs> no, but I can figure out where you work. That's uh, true. I you know can. where you <laughs> work.
0: Just way outside the gate at my work. I'm just, I'm just gonna break the bridge of your nose, like I'm breaking into a new pair of jeans, but, <laughs> Like that, that's all that's gonna happen. You like that a one, super villain,
1: just telling me your whole plan. That one,
0: yeah. Well, that one. I of feel course, because that one... he's won. That one was really physical and I actually feel bad about that. Like, I'm like, oh, that was actually just threatening injury as opposed to just like, I'm going to let your so, like, yeah, no, I feel bad about that one. I take that last one back. I don't want to break anything.
1: You don't you don't have to feel bad about it. You, you wouldn't be fast enough to hit me
0: anyway, George. Oh, yeah. I forgot your half lightning on your dad's side. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um,
1: well, <laughs> well, screw it. I'm just ending the show. <laughs> Later, kids. <laughs>